Number 040423, a rendering of each of six episodes. Episode 1, A Year with the Church Fathers. Seek Understanding with Love. Writing to Convert Manchian Heretics, St. Augustine admits that he can't make them understand Catholic truth. But if they seek the truth with real love, they'll find it. In your case, we must try not to make you understand divine things, which is impossible, but to make you want to understand. This is the work of the pure and artless love of God, which is seen mainly in what we do and of which we have already said much. This love, inspired by the Holy Spirit, leads to the Son, that is, to the wisdom of God, by which the Father himself is known. For if wisdom and truth are not sought with the whole mind, wisdom cannot possibly be found. But when it is sought as it deserves to be, it cannot run away or hide itself from those who love it. Thus, wisdom's words, which you like to repeat, ask and it will be given you, seek and you will find, knock it and it will be opened to you. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. And nothing is covered that will not be revealed. Matthew 10 verse 26. It is love that asks, love that seeks, love that knocks, love that reveals, and love, too, that keeps us firm in what is revealed. St. Augustine, Morals of the Catholic Church, 12. In God's presence, consider, instead of trying to understand everything myself, have I prayed with real love for understanding? Closing prayer. Love and Lord. Please guide me along the path that leads to truth and lead me to hear the wonderful things I long to understand. Episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton, Suffering Their Bluff. Thoreau sat in his cabin and criticized the railways. I sit in mine and wonder about a world that has, well, progressed. I must read Walden again and see if Thoreau already guessed that he was part of what he thought he could escape. But it's not a matter of escaping. It is not even a matter of protesting very audibly. Technology is here, even in the cabin. True, the utility line is not here yet, and so GE is not here yet either. When the utilities and GE enter my cabin arm in arm, it will be nobody's fault but my own. I admit it. I am not kidding anyone, even myself. I will suffer their bluff and patronizing complacencies in silence. I will let them think they know what I am doing here. Raids on the Unspeakable. Episode number three. <clears throat> Magnificat, April 2023, 20, volume 25, number two. Item number one, a reading from the gospel according to to John chapter 13 verse 21 through 33 and 36 through 38. Reclining at a table, 
with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss as to whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one who Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now, none of those reclining at the table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, Buy what we need for the feast, or to give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go you cannot come. So now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Item number two, meditation of the day. The grace of Peter's penance. Lord Jesus Christ, foreseer of the future, I bless and thank you for predicting your most devoted disciple Peter's imminent fall. This was your way of warning him. I glorify you for ending Peter's shameful triple denial by which you were especially dishonored. When in response to a woman's remark, he denied knowing you, saying, I know not the man, Luke chapter 22, verse 57. I praise and exalt your name forever for the kind glance you mercifully cast upon blessed Peter, so that when the cock crowed the second time, he immediately acknowledged his guilt, and without wasting time he left the company of wicked men, and with much sorrow of heart he wept bitterly for denying you. Peter did not fall into the deep pit of despair, as did the unfortunate Judas, but he trusted in your continuing abundant mercy, which he had often experienced. Thus shedding sorrow tears, he hastened to do penance, the saving remedy for sin, and found the gate leading to infinite mercy wide open to him. Oh, the unspeakable love of our Savior! inexhaustible source of divine mercy and superabundant grace. From this source, the sinner draws forth the ardent hope of forgiveness, and the just man receives many rich graces. Would that I had a fountain of tears that I too might sincerely bewail my sins with blessed Peter, and through the mercies of Christ receive pardon for my sins, and regain the graces I have lost. 
Peter wept bitterly, and having learned his lesson through his fall, he fled the occasion of sin. He sought a secret place to pour forth his tears, and with a heart full of sorrow he washed away the sinful stains contracted by his lamentable words. Blessed are the tears that quickly wash away past sins and recover lost graces. Remember me, St. Peter, and have compassion on me, frail sinner that I am, enveloped in so many unruly passions. Do not let the burden of my vices weigh me down, nor let me be carried off by despair for the evil I have committed. You, more than the other saints, have greater compassion on those who have fallen. For you know how great was the mercy of the Lord had shown you. Therefore, kind shepherd, assist the sheep that have strayed. Raise up those fallen into filth. Console those who are sad. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Protect us from the enemy. Keep us from falling into his snares. And take the souls of our brothers with you to the kingdom of heavenly bliss, where you are prince and porter. Good and most gentle Jesus, with the sincerest of sighs, I ask you to look upon me with the same compassionate eyes as you looked upon Peter after he had denied you. Hasten to grant me the grace of holy repentance to cleanse me of whatever I have committed against you, whether willingly done or omitted because of negligence. Restore to me the light of new grace, for you do not wish a penitent soul to perish. Episode number four, God's Little Instruction Book, one, two, and three by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number one, inspired by Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 and 27. Put others before yourself and you can become a leader among men. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Golden Nugget number 2, inspired by Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. Feed your faith, and your doubts will starve to death. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the persevering of the soul. Golden nugget number three. Never pass up a chance to keep your mouth shut. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is conducted wise, or counted wise, and he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Golden nugget, Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 28. Episode number five, Chesterton Day by Day. The prophet who is stoned is not a brawler or a marplot. He is simply a rejected lover. He suffers from an unrequited attachment to things in general, the defendant. Episode number six, Reflection. He who glorifies God glorifies God also. God glorifies him. This is clearly and abundantly shown in the lives of the saints. Saint Joseph indeed glorified God in works, in sufferings, and in hymns. God glorified him both in his life and after death. 
During his life, St. Nicholas appeared to him in prison and freed him. When St. Joseph wondered if he should compose a canon to the Apostle Bartholomew, this apostle appeared to him in radiant vestments and told Joseph that it was well-pleasing to God that he composed this canon. When St. Joseph died, a citizen of Constantinople learned of the glory by which God glorifies his saint. This man had come into the church of St. Theodore to beseech the saint to reveal to him where one of his escaped servants had hidden. Because St. Theodore was known among the people as a saint who reveals where something is that has been lost or stolen, he was called, which means the revealer. For three days and three nights this man prayed and when he received no response from the saint, he was ready to leave. Just then, St. Theodore appeared to him in a vision, saying, Why do you become angry, O man? Joseph, the hymnographer's soul, was being separated from his body, and we were with him. When he died this night, all of us whom he glorified in hymns translated his soul to the heavens and placed it before the face of God. That is why I was tardy in appearing to you.